jumping into step-by-step plan to organize any space in your home, part one, sort. If you are listening to episode 42, which is where this all began, you got an overall introduction to this step-by-step plan and some questions you should ask yourself before you jump into step one. (laughs) So if you've not listened to 42, jump back, listen, and if you are ready to roll, let's jump into step one, which is the sort. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, (laughs) and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. (laughs) Well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you, and together, we can choose joy. I feel the need to quickly do a mini recap just because so many of you, if you're finding this for the first time, are not going to stop and go back to 42. So just catching everybody up, I am going through how I would approach any client who I walk into their house that has hired me as an organizer and the basic five-step plan I use every time to help them achieve results. And I do this following a method that was created by Julie Morgenstern of an acronym that she introduced called SPACE, in which the five steps are sort, purge, assign, contain, and equalize. I am doing each letter as its own podcast so that if you are my people, which are ADHD people, you are getting the smallest chunk. I'm not going to distract you once you stopped listening to the part you're actually on and you you keep going and you're like all the way to step three and you're still actually physically doing step one and now you're spinning. I want you to stay with me on just the step you're on. So if you are ready to sort, this is all we're talking about in this podcast. I will keep dropping them one letter at a time so that you in the future, you're like, now I'm ready to move beyond pantry. I'm ready to dig into my kitchen drawers. You can start back and still listen to these, whatever step you're on, go back and listen to just that podcast so that you stay focused on the important steps about just the sort or just the purge. We'll work our way through. I got really sloppy with the show notes yesterday because... (laughs) because I was in a hurry, you guys. I did not post it till so late in the day. And um, welcome to, you know, having an ADHD person running this show. Um, <laughs> I My goal is to go back and put the show notes in the way they're supposed to. But sometimes we do things just enough to get by. And if this gives you permission to do just enough to get by, you're listening, you're enjoying these podcasts, and I am not checking off every box on the podcast to-do list. So 
the world has not ended, just sharing. Anyway, <laughs> all right, I know you're like, get to the point, Joy, we're here to listen about sorting. So let's get going. In the sort part of this method, I want you to focus on two things. One is don't overthink it. Don't try and jump into extra steps. So you might be pulling out the things I'm focusing pantry. You might be pulling things out of your pantry and you're like, oh, I, I should check for expired food and I should decide whether we eat this or not. And I should just don't, all you're doing is sort. That's why I chunk these into separate podcasts. Sorting simply means break things into separate categories, right? <laughs> so don't think about everything you have in your hand in any detail other than what category does this belong to. So don't overthink it is step one. Step two is don't overcomplicate it. So when you're picking something up and you're like, would I eat this for breakfast? Or would I eat this for lunch? Or would I eat this for dinner? Well, sometimes I eat this for lunch, but sometimes we like a breakfast for dinner. Don't, don't overcomplicate your piles. Just put general groups of things together. The categories will start to present themselves. And much like my Feel Free to Break This Rule podcast, if you touch something more than once because partway through you realize, oh, hey, I'm kind of creating a pile over here where this would fit better over here, you're allowed to pick it up and move it. That is not a rule you can't break. Just don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it. And I also feel the need to say there are different philosophies of whether you empty a space out or not. In this particular case, I am going to say, let's empty it out. Okay, and I know I could get in trouble there because I know we could get started and you might get hung up and now we've created more of a mess than it was worth and then you're going to be really upset with me. <laughs> but it's a little hard to sort everything inside of the pantry space unless you just have some mega pantry. And sometimes just getting an empty space that is where you can wipe it down and look at it with fresh eyes can feel really good towards making decisions of what really is going to have permission to go back in. So my couple tips there in regards to we're emptying a space to prepare yourself so things don't get worse if you get called away or you, life interrupts. One is do you have an adjacent room that people don't use a lot that you could put some of this stuff in as a way of sorting that it's not going to matter if it sits there for a day, i.e. the dining room. <laughs> and you're like, my dining room table is already piled with crap. Why? I don't have room to sort on it. Maybe you don't, but let's at least pile things in piles around the floor of the dining room. Something where you have a near enough space where if instead of having it all over your kitchen counters and driving you crazy, you might have an option. So it's one, one idea. Idea number two is to grab some boxes or some laundry baskets or some bins of some sort where you could sort your piles into those. And that way, if you need to move something around, you have the ability to move it around if you can't finish the whole project in one sitting. Another great idea is snag a friend. Say, hey, will you come over and we'll do my pantry today and I'll do your pantry with you tomorrow or next week or whatever. Just make sure you return the favor. Because two people helps keep you motivated, helps keep you going, and it divides the work in half. So there's that. I, little pro tip here, if you are a Costco member, and I, they might have it at Sam's Club too, but this time of year, it's usually discounted because all of the organizing stuff sort of gets discounted in January. There are these collapsible crates. I use them for my work. I own, I don't know, like 25 of them. I love them because they, they flatten down. 
and I can throw them all in my trunk. And then when I'm at a client's house, I pop them all open. We sort into them. If I need to leave things there until I finish a job the next day or the next week, at least I know things are contained and we can sort of stack them out of the way of, of the client's general life. I have them and I'll use them for myself all of the time. And they're like, they used to be six bucks a piece. I think they're like eight bucks a piece now. But even if you said I'm going to invest in four of them right now on your next trip to Costco, the number of times you will pop them up, use them and collapse them and have them easily stored is pretty awesome. So you could do that. Jumping into the sort. Before you start, I want you to gather a couple things. One is have a trash can ready. I would say a trash bag, but sometimes that falls over and gets frustrating. So if you you know, you get a fresh trash can with a fresh trash bag in it, it's holding it open for you and it's easy for you to throw stuff in there and then just keep changing it out as needed. So that, a recycle, because we might be breaking down boxes and you want to have access to that. You need to have a donation box. Actually, in this sort step, yeah, have your donation box there in this sort step and I'll, I'll tell you why in a second. And I usually say just a cardboard box because that way when you drop it at donations, you just hand it off and it disappears. If you put it in something that you want back, it's hard there to, for them to unload it. It can be done, but I think they appreciate it when it's you just hand it off. And then you need a, another container that is going to be marked doesn't live here. So that's when you're sorting and you come across something that actually lives in a different spot in your house instead of walking to that spot and losing it or losing your focus really. Just drop it in that box and later you can disperse that box to the places it goes. If you are a listener to Danny K. White at A Slob Clums Clean, she is very against this advice and I appreciate her and I know where she comes from and I am not saying her way is wrong at all because the brilliance of hers of walk it immediately wherever it goes and set it down is that when you are done the project, you don't have this pile of, ugh, no, I got to go put all that away and it's a bigger mess than it started with. I get her reasoning. And I don't discount it. But for me, I am one who I will walk something somewhere, get busy doing something in that room and forgot that I was downstairs in the pantry working on the pantry. Whichever advice works best for you. You need some post-it notes because you'll forget what your categories are as you're creating them. And as you create a category, you can you can preset some categories. And you might say breakfast foods and slap it down and baking and slap it down and canned goods, whatever, but also be flexible enough that you're like, oh, huh, all of a sudden I've got all these things together and they're all the pastas. Let me just write pasta down on a sticky note and stick it there. So you'll start to see your, your categories evolve as you're pulling things out and sorting them. So have that ready. I think if you have those things together, just recap a trash, recyclable, donation, doesn't live here, and a series of post-it notes, possibly with containers if you need to be able to slide everything out of the way. Be prepared for things to look worse before they get any better, which is why that sort of secondary room could be super helpful. Once you do, oh, this is key. When you're pulling things out, this is how you don't get too, too overwhelmed. You might go, well, why don't I just pull everything out and then I'll start sorting. Mm, that's going to get you over the top. And I know it might seem like you've gotten more done because in a hurry you could just sort of empty it, but you need to empty into categories so that it is sorted and you can start wiping shelves down and, and vacuuming out and look at that sort of empty space and smile and then turn around and not feel overwhelmed because you're going, okay, the next step, I only have to look at one pile at a time. 
And that is fabulous. And we'll cover that when we get to the purge episode. This is plenty short. This is enough to get yourself started. If you want to jump over with me after listening to this and peek in the Facebook group and see if I have started yet, (laughs) I am going to do this today. Today, today, it is happening. Um, And today is, gosh, what is today? Today is Tuesday, January 18th. I'm hoping you'll join me. And if you're not part of the Facebook group yet and you want in to see all of this, it is easy enough. You just go to bit.ly slash joy loving home community, all one word into your search engine. And it will, it should take you straight to my Facebook group. You have to answer a couple quick questions. And I am checking those pretty regularly and letting people in as quickly as I can. Yay. Okay. That's it until we get to the next step, which will be the purge. Just remember as you go about the sort, keep a positive attitude, know you're doing it for all the right reasons this time and continue to choose joy. Did we just connect? Do you feel at home here? Oh gosh, then please do me a favor. I'd love to have you here for the next episode. And to do that, you need to follow or subscribe or hit the little plus button, whatever it takes to be here next time I drop an episode. And while you're at it, if you could scroll down and find where people rate and review the podcast, and if you would add your thoughts, it would mean the world to me. First of all, it would help other moms like us find me and they wouldn't have to feel so alone. But I actually just like hearing from you. It means a lot to know your thoughts and so that I can keep doing a a good job and having episodes that mean something to you. So connect with me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at Joy Loving Home. Or you can email me, joy at joylovinghome.com. Or join my community. It's bit.ly slash community. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, keep choosing joy.